Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Gavin Grimm will be forever known as the activist behind the Supreme Court case, Grimm versus Gloucester County School Board, where the young trans student in Virginia fought for his rights to use the men's bathroom. Uh, now he has a book out called If You're a Kid Like Gavin, The True Story of a Young Trans Activist, and I can't believe it. We've talked about him on the show, reported about the story. Well, Gavin Grimm joins us right now with co-author Kyle Lukoff. Welcome to the show. Hi there. Thank you very much. Hi. So, uh, I mean, uh, Gavin, it's just really an honor to have you here today. You are, in a way, a celebrity, but it's from an unfortunate situation. How has life been for you since this all happened? What year was it again that this finally got taken care of? Well, we filed in 2015 and the case concluded, I believe, in 2021. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it was like six and a half years, something like that. And now you are on the other side of it. What's that been like for you? Uh, that's been interesting. I mean, of course, um, a lot of how that played out was influenced by COVID. Um, but, you know, I think things were a lot quieter there at the end than they would have been otherwise. Um, if I had been, if the world had been opened up and we'd been able to go and celebrate with, you know, my like legal team and things like that, I think, I think it might've been a lot busier, but honestly, I've been um, enjoying the easier pace of life. So, uh, not, not too many complaints here. Definitely. And you deserve that because I, I, we talk about this on the show. We see so many young activists, which is very empowering and inspiring, but it's like kids get to be kids, and that's unfortunately not happening for a lot of kids today. Absolutely, and that's been some of the, the most um, motivating driving force behind my, my activism and my desire to fight this case because I sort of had already been denied that kids being kids experience, and, and so I wanted to make sure that as few as possible kids that came after me would have to be, you know, these activists and advocates because really, I, you know, I should have just been a 15-year-old. Yep. And so with that, it's obviously led you to doing lots of things, including creating this book. Tell us more about what brought this all together because, uh, you know, Kyle, you are a two-time Stonewall award-winning author, and now you get to work with uh, someone like Gavin as well. It's true, but when I first reached out to Gavin, I had no idea what my writing writing career would look like. This was back in 2017. Wow. My first picture book hadn't come out yet, and my first trans picture book was still a couple years away. So when I first got in touch with Gavin, I kept saying to him, you know, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if this is going to get published. I don't have an agent right now. And I, my main feeling right now is just gratitude that I didn't let him down. 
That is, wow, both of you have the craziest stories. I feel like I could do separate interviews with both of you, and now I have, like, two of you together on one call, which is amazing. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, how did this all come to be as a book? And, and what, I guess, led you to focusing on this story specifically and, like, and telling it in this way? So I got the idea while I was still working as an elementary school librarian because a small group of my third and fourth graders had written letters of support to Gavin and mm-hmm. also were interested in changing the bathroom signs on our on my school's already gender neutral restrooms to make them instead of like the men and women stick figures to have them just have like a toilet mm-hmm. and a hand washing symbol. And it was just one random brainstorm. I was thinking about my students, I was thinking about their project. I was thinking about Gavin, and I thought to myself that he would make the most amazing subject of a picture book biography and that someone should get on writing that. And at the same time, I realized that I could be the person to do that. So I got in touch with some people on his legal team whom I knew previously, and they put me in touch with him. And I honestly will never stop being grateful that Gavin trusted me Mm. to tell his story and also to help bring this book through the publication process. Definitely. Well, it's written and illustrated by an all-trans creative team. So, Gavin, tell us more about, like, what this book is and what it means to you. Well, first of all, the the fact that it's an all-trans creative team is so important to me. Um, I I think that... yeah, well, when you're in that position and amazing opportunities like this come along, you know, it's hard to, um, it's hard to be, be picky, I suppose. But in this case, I didn't have to be because it was like the best case scenario. Um, a fantastic author, a fantastic illustrator. I mean, it was just really lovely. It was, I hadn't even ever dreamed that this would fit the narrative of any kind of book, much less a picture book, except for maybe in 20 years, some kind of autobiography. Um yeah. But this this book to me is is a sort of a manifestation of um, the heart that's been behind my fight, which has always been about um, helping other people. And and in this way, we've we've done it through storytelling. We've done it through something this beautiful piece of art, and um, that that is just something that I'm so proud of. That I, I'm so proud to be associated with. So tell us more, I guess, uh, about doing this and and creating a book specifically for the younger generation. I guess we'll start with you, Kyle. Sure. So sometimes I get asked why I wanted to write this as a picture book, and the only answer is because that's what I knew how to do at the time. Mm-hmm. I had already gotten a few picture books published. I'd been working as an elementary school librarian for a lot of years, and I thought that Gavin's story would be very easy to tell in a way that was both accessible enough for five-year-olds to understand the basic concepts of like fairness and choice with enough complex ideas behind it that Ten-year-olds could really dig into some of the content as well, and unfortunately, these days also adults need this. I suppose, right? Um, and and Gavin, you, yeah, you talked about you. You obviously knew your story was an important one. I mean, you are part of history. Did you think you were going to jump into this that quickly after your case closed? No, absolutely not. I mean, you know, Kyle and I got in contact before the case concluded, and. Um, even even still, it seems surreal. I, I, this book has been in the in the pipe for quite a long time, and it still uh, it just seems unbelievable to me that it's finally out in the world. So, what advice would you have for young people who want to make a difference right now? 
Um, I would say, I would say, first of all, that uh, we can all, we don't have to aspire to these big, crazy things. Of course, if you want to, then then feel free. The world is is your oyster. But um, we can do a lot of radical things that are very small that impact the world in a very big way. Um, like making the choice to be a good friend or a good neighbor or look out for one another or be nice in, in school or or making the choice to start a DSA at your school or advocate for yourself or advocate for someone else. Um, you know, these things don't have to be dramatic to really change the world and make a big impact. And so that's where I would say for young people to start, start with, um, you know, the basics, start with making those choices that, that change things a little at a time. Well, yeah, because for, I think, a lot of people, um, it feels very hopeless with all these um, anti-LGBTQ policies but put in place and the narrative and rhetoric right now. How do you push through that when it feels like there's just no hope? Well, for, for me, for that, I, I feel like within the LGBT community, there's such a long history of um, – if we were going to have safety, if we were going to have a space for us, if we were going to have a community, that was something we had, um, you know, it, it, despite the, the world we lived in, a space that we had to build for ourselves um, and, and really protect really carefully. And so as a result, this is a community that's done that before, and I do believe we'll take care of one another again. And, uh, you know, slowly the arc of of, of the, the legal process here will will bend towards a, a, a more supportive world. But at the moment, we have to buckle down and take care of one another. That's true. And, you know, Kyle, you've worked in the education system. How do you feel as a member of the community being part of education right now during this time? Well, I left my elementary school librarian job in 2020 to focus on writing full time. And it was about a year later that that I was first finding out that some of my books were at the center of controversy in different school districts. And then it's only gotten worse since then. So while part of me is relieved to no longer be working directly in elementary schools, just out of a concern for my own safety, I also wish that I was able to work with my, you know, librarian and educator peers and work together with people to prepare in advance for these sorts of challenges because I think too many people think to themselves, oh, this can't happen here, or if it does happen, mm -hmm. then it'll be dealt with easily, and that does not seem to be true at all. Yeah, it, it's it's wild, and we unfortunately have to report about that, like, every day, and um, it's really frightening. Mm -hmm. So the work you're both doing is just so important. Finally, you know, we talk about the message for, for kids, but what message do you have for adults listening? Um, I would say um – in the vein of, of kids that have to end up having to advocate for themselves and end up in very difficult positions, such as a, a lawsuit against their school, I would say as adults, um, try to clear the road for these kids so there doesn't have to be another kid fighting a legal battle against their school. Um, you know, there's a lot we can do to step in front of the train here to protect trans youth right now. Um, and it's up to the adults now around them to, to do that. Okay, well, that was Gavin Grimm and Kyle Lukoff, creators of the book. If you're a kid like Gavin, the true story of a young trans activist, thank you so much for being here and for all the work you're both doing. Thank you. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.